Hey, Studio DNA fans. I'm Chad, a new podcast host here on the network. I'd like to invite you to check out my new show called Hot Takeout, where I mix together some of my favorite things, fast food and musical artists. When you listen, you'll get that feeling you have when you get an onion ring in the bottom of your french fries. It's a win. We'll dig deep with the artists. We'll find out what inspires them and what foods they have to stay away from. And we're also playing fast food games, which will also make sense when you listen. So check out the Hot Takeout podcast streaming right now here on the Studio DNA podcast network. Welcome, everybody, to episode 14 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil Souza, and I'm here with my co-host, my good friend, and the only one who appears when I snap my fingers. I call it the snap. <sighs> Where I, am I? When I, I do that. Jack Alterman. I, I, was just, I was just eating pancakes, and now I'm here. Yep. Where, Th- thanks for joining me. What year is this? I, sorry I didn't give you a heads up before I snapped you into existence. Um, I've seen this, this, this video up here, or this uh, thing up here. <laughs> they made an Iron Man movie? Yeah. Who are you? Boy, it's been a while. Where am I at? <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. You doing all right today? I'm doing great. Um, just, uh, man, I'm pumped. Uh, talk, I'll be always pumped to talk about Disney Plus um, and the most unbelievable streaming service ever. Dude. Because I, of all the content, and I'm still very leery of it because there can't be... It's too good to be true. Yeah. And I think that they're probably um, using our data or they're now spying on us using Disney Plus. It's or it, too good of a deal. Or it's, uh, do you think it could be just like an introductory rate? Like and then they're going to, they're going to, they'll raise us, it in a couple gonna years. They're going to screw us all over. I guess. Cause and we'll, be like, we're raising the rate and we're like, we're going to cancel. Too bad. You can't. Yeah. And then Walt Disney, a Walt Disney hologram appears in your house. We now own you. Welcome to Disney. <laughs> your ter- first taste is free, and then and then now you have to come back for more because you're addicted. <laughs> it's a small world. Uh, Jessica and I, my wife Jessica and I, had a brief conversation yesterday about Disney Plus actually because we were watching the ending of Tangled, which Tangled is by far my favorite. Disney princess movie that they've released cool. that Disney's really I love Tangled um, we were watching that the end where like all the lights are going up into the sky and um, they're singing I think one of my favorite songs from any Marvel uh, Marvel <laughs> I got Marvel in the brain uh, from any Disney movie at the end um, uh, I, I see the lights or at, la- at last I see the light that, that song and I'm watching this beautiful scene unfold and I'm just like how is this possible for $6.99 like that everyone is only paying giving them $7 a month of their cash <laughs> and they have access to all this stuff and I know I sound like a total Disney fanboy we are not paid by Disney to do that's this why podcast. I'm adding in the conspiracy that <laughs> there is something going on here yeah we don't know about Dude, for seven bucks and uh, so granted we have a three-year-old girl who watches Disney plus literally every day every day for three 31 days this month has watched Disney plus so for us seven bucks is an absolute no-brainer if they doubled the price tomorrow we'd still pay it like it's 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 kind of crazy um, all the content that they're offering. So. They were banking. I think that Disney had to have been banking on the sheer number of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, do we know Vol- the volume? Yeah. Do we know the exact amount of subscribers on Disney? No. Plus? Although I did hear numbers that were definitely in the millions just on day one. So that they're doing just fine. Okay. <laughs> well, you knew that anyway. Yeah. I mean, you could have. 
But it, it is the it's you could have watched Black Hole and known that Disney's doing just fine. <laughs> it's it's worth it to a lot of people just for the big three, which is going to be Disney, Disney princess movies, Marvel, and Star Wars. So it, it just that alone, I think, had a lot of people from day one. Yeah, so absolutely, um, we've talked a lot about Star Wars on this podcast. Um, we've talked uh, some about some other like individual properties that they have, just little one off things. Um, we've. Uh, not dove too deep into the Disney princess stuff, although we probably need to have some guests on and kind of talk about some of their favorite movies at some point, maybe even kind of re-review some old Disney princess movies. But today is all about Marvel. We're diving deep into MCU stuff. Uh, We are certainly not going to cover every single MC Marvel related property that is on the service. Um, if you start diving deep and go way down that rabbit hole into like old, like Fox TV shows and uh, Disney TV shows and all the little like straight to video stuff that's on there. I mean, you could literally, we'd be here for two or three hours talking about all of it. Um, um, but I, I think for the most part, we're going to be talking about the MCU movies. And then I do want to have uh, Jack kind of share some of his thoughts on some of the television properties that I, maybe I haven't watched as much of. And, that's um, a hit and miss. You talk about a hit and miss, man. Especially the stuff they've pulled in. Disney, uh, what's funny about Disney Plus is like they have put some shows on their streaming service that I, I'm not saying they're bad, like there's, oh, the messages are bad, or there's, well, they're just mm-hmm. really bad. Like bad, the animation was kind of crappy back then that they put on. Right. And I'm not even talking about the old Spider Man show from like back in the day. I'm talking like 90s level Fantastic Four, 90s level yeah. uh, Iron Man, which is bad news i mean just bad gosh so bad anyway we'll talk about more of that. yeah more about that in a bit and honestly i don't other than x-men i don't know that i've seen the 90s x-men show i don't know that i've seen anything that's animated marvel before the year 2000 well um, I, I didn't watch the spider-man show from the 90s but that but that one's great like oh, is it good? Sp- spider-man animated is really good okay um uh it it ties it i think iron man is Pre two thousand, right? Ninety four. Okay, and yeah. It's I, so bad. I didn't watch any of that either. <laughs> yeah, hurtful to watch. But so I, I have seen some from the two thousands that I can speak of. What was neat about to. the one thing about that Iron Man uh, animated show was that they had some characters that you'd never seen in animation before. Yeah, that are like deep dive comic book fans or comic comic book characters, and then they are um, on screen. And so, if you're a comic book person, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool that Black Knight is in a show. That's kind of cool that. Oh look, it's Modoc. I've never thought yes. I'd see this. Yeah, yeah. And it was before Wikipedia, or before anything where you can research a character. So it's kind of cool to see them in live action or not in, in animation. But other than that, it was like this is pretty crappy. Yeah. So we're going to kind of talk about three basic categories. Um, the first one is going to be just kind of our favorite movies from the MCU. Uh, second one will be the biggest money makers. I'm interested to know kind of which ones have made the most money over the last ten years, more than ten years. And lastly, what are some of the highest reviewed from the critics? And I think we'll talk about how the critics can be kind of weird about some of these movies as we discuss through that section. But uh, I definitely want to talk about kind of the the critics' reviews on the movies, which ones are the highest rated. But before we do that, Jack, I I do want to actually touch. I don't want to save this to the end because I'm afraid we won't have enough time for it. Uh, Let's talk about the TV shows first, and then we'll we'll get into the MCU Yeah, we'll blast through those real quick. Um. The 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 interesting thing, like I said, Marvel or uh, Disney has put on, man, just oodles and oodles of television shows and animated things. Um, There's some stuff on here that a, I've never heard have of. Like, you ever, did you ever I, watch? I didn't, I didn't know there was a Rocket and Groot show. Uh, well, and that's like a little smaller show. There's a Guardians of the Galaxy show that's similar to the an, other animated stuff. 
you have a lot of kid type things like the super, Marvel Rising thing. Super superhero adventures is one that I've actually heard of, and it is more uh, like young kid friendly. Now, right? the superheroes adventure is not to be confused with superhero squad. Oh, that maybe that's superhero what I'm squad is actually kind of fun. Okay, um, and that's what I was thinking. And of. it's it's pretty fun, but there's just so many random ones on here. Marvel like, Rising, yeah, Secret Warriors, which actually has Miss Marvel in it. Mar- Miss Marvel is one of my favorite characters. Um, characters scroll of all down time. a little bit there, bro. Um, now here we go, Spider Verse stuff. You have the Spider-Man animated series from the 90s. Um, you have Spider-Man Unlimited, which is uh, future Spider-Man. Okay. You have Ultimate Spider-Man. Which I forgot about that show. I actually have it seen. It is pretty I, good. I think I've seen maybe all the episodes yeah. of that show, actually. It's pretty good. Scroll over in that. And in I that did like it. Um, you have the old school Spider-Man from, I think, the early, it's the early 80s. Okay. I remember watching that. Uh, Stan Lee does the opening in that. Hey, this is Stan Lee. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he does that. Um Amazing Spider Friends is the old school one, and that's that was the '80s as well. And that actually may be what I'm talking about because it's got um, Iceman and it's got Firestorm. Okay, I think it's her name, and she was made up just for that show. Okay, uh, Spider Woman is absolutely god awful horrible. Really, um, and not the character because I would love for them to do a live action Spider Woman, but like so, so that show is not very good. This one here, the one that we talked about, if click, on, a, click on that. Real that's quick. not Let's the original the, show. The date. Let's just see the date on there. Eighty one. Eighty one. Okay, so that's the eighty one. So that's not is, Spider Friends. So which is this? Uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Probably what? that one. Okay. Probably that the eighty one one. Okay. And then the um. Oh, or, I no, that, I actually, thought that was sixties. No, no, that is sixties. That's a live action. That's a live action Spider Man that you're talking about. Oh, really? I don't I know that it's on. I don't know anything about. I don't that know show. that it's on here. Okay. Um, because it may be owned by maybe CBS owns that. I can't remember. Um, but it's definitely a different thing, and it may be Sony too. But you've got X Men animated series, which, by the way, like we watched a few episodes Dude, of that, that show this morning. Is so great. But here's the thing that's not great about it is the animation syncing up with the with the audio. Oh, really? But the stories are great. Because it's all ri- like they did a great job of ripping things right from the comic, comic book books, yeah. And said, we're just gonna make this show into that. Did, they did all the Phoenix stuff from the comic books, yeah. Didn't they? And, and that Before was actually, the movies did it. And the Phoenix saga was the one on that series that I was on on X Men animated series that I was kind of like, eh. But then there's Days of Future Past, like literally beat really? for beat with the comic book. Um, and so if you've seen the newer X Men movie, Days of Future Past, you're kind of like bummed out because you're like the animated series did it better. Um, that Iron Man is not not armor armored adventure. If you go back here, is the is the Iron Man show one more one more back uh, at the end there? You see that at the end, okay. closer, close to you. That thing is oh so bad. Click just really awful. Quick. Um, ninety four one season. Um, and it, it was deserving to have one season. But you have these characters, a M- Hawkeye is in an episode there. You have some different people. Um, you just you, you have a lot of these characters that you've never seen before. But it's just so bad. Like Monox in more than one episode. Well, and I think that you had X Men uh, animated series. Fing had, Fing Foom. had success. Um, you X Men series had success, so they're like, well, let's just do a bunch, a bunch more. And so you had the leader on here. And Dude, you know, this looks really. It awful. is bad. It's hard to watch, but but it's also like if the horror movie podcast were to ever do a hor- horrible television show yeah, podcast, that'd be on. Uh, I would probably do a whole thing about that. This Fantastic Four is so bad, like beyond bad. Silver Surfer is pretty crappy. Um, there's just a lot of bad stuff on there. There's good stuff, but there's some stuff where you're like, wow. That X-Men Evolution I never this, really got into. Th- so this Wolverine and the X-Men actually looks kind of interesting. That's got to be a it's newer a little show. Newer. It's a little newer. It's 09. Okay. Um, and it's not bad, but it's like it's a retelling of a lot of the animated series. So like if you want to watch some, some like really good and succinct uh, X-Men stories, 
uh, X Men animated series that's on, on now, Disney Plus. Good to go. I, the it's it's interesting that we're looking at this because one thing I have done is I've read a lot of Marvel comics. I, I probably read over a thousand for sure, um, but I've read some of the Wolverine and X Men and the X Men comic books from the like two thousands and stuff like that, uh-huh. which I'm sure is probably insp- what inspired that mm-hmm. show. The how Wolverine comes to basically kind of lead the X Men is because of like a huge falling out with Cyclops, mm-hmm. and I guess that was the early twenty tens. Um, and uh, he basically kind of takes a group of X Men and kind of, almost kind of shields them away from Cyclops and how like crazy he's become. Um, so I, I'd be interested to see if that show kind of mimics the comics a little bit. The one thing about Spider Man animated series that is very um, in line with what's happening right now that Mor- you see that Morbius trailer. Have you heard about the Mor- Morbius yeah. movie that's coming out? Um, Morbius is a living vampire or whatever he is. Oh, I did um, hear about it. He's yeah. not a living vampire. That's that's Blade. Um, but um, Morbius is basically a genetically created vampire, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so, in the Spider-Man animated series, you had Morbius in a storyline, you had Blade in a storyline, you had Punisher in that same storyline, and then you had Spider-Man whittled in there too. And so, when you I see that Morbius trailer, that new movie that's got Jared Leto as Morbius, mm-hmm. like it's kind of like I get pumped because I really want to see Blade on screen. I want to I want to yeah. see Punisher on screen. I want to see all these guys on screen. So anyway, and then there's a, a bunch of live action stuff. Um, I kind of fell off of Agents of Shield after the th- the first three the three seasons. Oh, I, I I know I watched through season three. I think I gave up after that. Um, uh, one one of my favorite comic books. I've mentioned this on other podcasts that we've done before, but one of my favorite comic books, and actually one of the series, the comic series that got me into comics uh, from day one, uh, was the Runaways. Uh, that, the Runaways is actually one of the first comics I ever read. Yeah, um, and I loved it. Instantly fell in love with the characters. Um, but I have not watched that show. It was originally a Hulu original, mm, um, yeah, exclusive to Hulu. Yeah, um, and I was so excited when I heard it announced. Never watched it. Um, gone back and and read some of the reviews on it, and it's getting a lot of like sixties kind of in that Hard range. Time with that, like that live action, that live action stuff is tough because more it either I think it either hits it like square on what what is what is expected of it, yeah, or it misses it, and then fans are like, well, this is not anything what I expected or wanted, yeah. And so, um, it runs and that, that Agents of Shield did that too with people because initially they're like, okay, Agents of Shield, it's going to be regular human people that are in Shield inside of the Marvel Universe, and they're going to be able to interact with these characters. Well, then, they didn't really include any of the characters. Like, over the long haul, they never really included a lot of those characters from yeah. like from Marvel. And they tried to make some of their own a little bit because of, just of licensing, I think. They struggled with, which is really weird, Yeah, that they struggled because the the MCU, the actual... DC, had, this happens in DC, too, with the DC stuff. Where well, where they won't they have comic book characters and certain certain ones they the studio won't release for use on your show, and so then you try to make something and it's just weird. And so Agents of Shield had that happen. Did you ever watch Agent Carter? Because it's on Disney Plus as well. I watched the first season of it. I did not come back for the second See, Amanda, season. Amanda and I both really liked Agent Carter. Like, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was a little bit different. They did it. It's more retro. It's old. It, it's in a different time period. Yeah, you know, one of the characters on there is Agent Souza. Really? Yeah. Well, is it a relative? No. Okay. No relation. Very good. So anyway, that's more back to the live action. But but um, really, uh, they they've struggled on the live action TV side of it. Think about that. Did you ever watch any of that Inhumans? Like I've heard it's no. nearly unwatchable. No, I, I I don't think I will. 
and they were going to make a big deal of it, and then it's like it just died. Like it's so weird. The, the problem with the, the Inhumans, and I guess you could say this about Guardians of the Galaxy, but um, the Inhumans is a lot of characters that people have never ever heard of, it, and, and, and so you, you either ha- have to have like an incredible writer that, that's going to like completely knock it out of the park and get you to love all these characters. Uh, you have kind of one shot, and if you miss that shot, then the entire series falls apart. And the Inhumans, like they, Joss Whedon and those guys really pushed the Inhumans because they didn't have. Uh, they didn't have rights to X Men, right? And they were needing a mutant type thing. And to and be fair, humans are kind even, of a, even you know? in the comic books. The Inhumans and the X Men get mixed up a lot. Like they're they're very similar. Yeah. So anyway, and they're just not as honestly they're not as. Uh, but if you read comics, fun as the X-Men. if you read comics, you know that the the Inhumans are not a thing. Like it's the Inhumans are mentioned every year in some Marvel comic in some way, shape or form. But those characters, the characters that make up the Inhumans are not, are not major characters. They're not characters that anyone is going to recognize. The Um, only one is it black bolt. Um, black bolt is one that was in the Illuminati with, uh, uh, professor X and Namor and all those guys. Whenever they did the dark rain, uh, they they started to go into the uh, secret invasion angle, yeah, and the dark rain angle, and all those. So um, I think probably one, the one. Am I that, saying that right? Is it Black Bolt? I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look that one up. I, I think that sounds that sounds right to me. Yeah. Um, the one that I think a lot of people would know from comic books is Medusa, because she, Medusa actually does show up in a lot of that the X Men stuff. Um, so if you've read, I've read a lot of X Men, so I've Bla- seen Medusa several times. Black Bolt is the. Okay. Black Bolt's the guy that. So yeah, outside of Medusa and Black Bolt, um, it's going to be a lot of people you've never heard of. Um, easily, like undisputably, the biggest Inhuman character of all time is Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. She's an Inhuman, mm. but I don't think a lot of people know that that she is an Inhuman, and she's certainly never appeared with the in- Inhumans. Like she's almost too big for the Inhumans at this point. Right. Like she, she's she's uh, kind of served alongside the Avengers, the Champions. She's she's been in other groups, but to see her, uh, I think she will be a part of the Inhumans at some point, but only maybe if she loses traction because she's been such a huge character for. I've been uh, Lockjaw in there. Yeah, Lockjaw's the dog. Yeah. yeah, and so there's a shot that there's things you. Um, I don't know if you ever played, and this is a video game. But like, I don't know if you ever. Oh, that's a great video. Um, <laughs> don't don't say um, just Lockjaw. Lockjaw. By the way. <laughs> um, there you go. So anyway, um, I I only know who Lockjaw is because I've read all like 100 percent all of the Mar- Miss Marvel comic yeah. books, and uh, Lockjaw actually shows up in a couple story arcs with Miss Marvel. Well, I didn't know so. maybe you'd played Ultimate Alliance because he's in the video game Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, so. I par- played a little bit of the first one. He's in that one. So anyway, very good. So let's get on with this, Phil. I think I'll, all that to say, like, MCU. I agree with you that, that let's kind of wrap it up by saying, like, the TV shows definitely are hit and miss. I, I think some of the, honestly, their best stuff is probably animated. It's it's not going to be the live action stuff. No, but even, like I said, Although, even uh, the, but even the animated has, like, even is the, hit you're and like, miss. eh, yeah. well, but the, you're right. Go ahead. Look up this. reviews before you watch any of the, the TV series, to, before you devote time to, yeah, and like, I don't I'm watch say, a whole season. Don't watch something, but man, like, some of that stuff, you're like, I don't say it's unwatchable, but because you, your taste is different than ours, yeah, or mine. But it's like, man, I I don't know, but I wouldn't want to chase a rabbit for thirty minutes and be like, well, that was a total waste. Thanks, guys. Yeah, uh, but you know, Jack, what is universally accepted as great content is. Um, um, hold on, let me think about this. Um, Howard the Duck. Um, I, I mean, I like Howard Howard the Duck. Most people don't. Uh, hold, let me, I got one more guess. Uh, maybe, uh, oh, the 1994 
um, Fantastic Four that uh, Harvey Corman did. Mm. No? No, Swinging a Mess. Oh, okay. What What is? I, I guess I don't know what's good. It's called the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, okay, yeah. That, a lot that, of people refer to it as MCU. I, pretty successful. Yes, I'd I mean, say so. You know, for an independent, you know, <laughs> cinematic universe, pretty pretty successful, really. Yes. Uh, when people think of Marvel, they probably only think of MCU, to be honest, unless they grew up on some of these great TV shows. I like Iron Man, 1994. <laughs> so um, before we get into the, the actual numbers, I, I, I don't want to bore people with numbers, but I do want to kind of cover some of the top ones or whatever. Maybe we'll just do top five or something. Um, but uh, before we get into all that, what are some of your favorite movies in the franchise um dr strange was awesome oh yeah um the first thor was like nothing else yeah yeah um i have a lot of respect for what they do with iron man because iron man in 2008 like that it started this kind of was kind of weird to me like because iron man i like that, that, that 94 uh cartoon if you would have said after i watched that back in when it came on okay Iron Man is not only going to the movie is not going to it not only going to revolutionize all of what they do in the MCU. It's going to be like the forebear and like the main thing. I'm gonna be like no, that was so that's crazy. Insane. Yeah, I I remember first hearing that and I was like, wait, I I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, so they're going to make more movies with other Marvel characters, but it's going to be like some kind of shared universe, universe. that all these people live in. Well, like, and the problem I, is, is so weird. At well, the time. it was great, but that had never been done because I people always screw it up like you see what dc has done with kind of their universe yeah. so like they threw out the justice league stuff marvel has made it look easy but it, well, it is, wasn't it easy. Is certainly not it took easy. forever it's world building and you can't do it it's like star wars it's taken decades to do what they've done with star wars right and marvel did it over the course of you know 10 years well and and i mean arguably marvel is the first to really do something certainly of this scale like you can point to star wars but those are essentially movies in a series like it's episode number one two three that kind of stuff that that is not what this is like th- this is individual movies that all take place in the same universe yeah, like mcu with con- universe. With continuity and i think about and they're um, not, none of them are sequels to each other but they're i think just, how they proud just, they all, oftentimes timeline wise they just they they exist side by side of yeah. one another. I think it's really t- interesting. That, um, Stan Lee had to be really proud of kind of what his create a lot because most of these things are his creation. So it's like m- m- his characters, at least most of them, right. had to be. Uh, he had to be really proud of like what what they were able to accomplish. So. Well, yeah, and that uh, yeah, I, I'm glad he got he was alive long enough to see it really hit mainstream because mm-hmm. he was doing this stuff back in the 1960s, and it took. 40 years, you know, uh, 45 years, uh, uh, you know, if up to Iron Man from, I think uh, the first Spider-Man, I want to say was 62 or 63. So that's 45 years until we get to Iron Man 1, which is 2008, if I remember uh, correctly. So 45 years of his life's work to finally get to the point where it's making billions of dollars in the movies. And they had tried it. Like there, there exist older Marvel movies. None of them did very well. And it certainly didn't amount to any kind of a shared universe type of thing. They're all one-off little movies. Um so yeah, the the fact that Iron Man got a sequel at all, let alone the fact that it blew up into basically culminating in Endgame, the, all the Avengers movies and stuff like that, is like mind blowing. That we, we and we did all that in like we, we they did that we and, did it <laughs> we did it, folks. It's like when the Chiefs uh, in the Super Bowl, we did it, yeah. guys. <laughs> Good job, my team. We won. <laughs> Hopefully, the, the Chiefs win. We are all together. Um, that. All that got accomplished in eleven years is just like unbelievable to me. The, the the fact that they pulled it off and they actually did it, so yeah, it's crazy. Um, 
some of my favorites. Um, I love Guardians. I love those guys. Forgot about that. Like, I did, it, there's so many good ones. Like the Guardians one was like nothing else, man. It's really cool. Um, I I did not. The Guardians was probably the biggest surprise for most people outside of maybe the original Iron Man. Well, they never. A lot of people never even heard of Guardians before. And a lot of people people forget this, but Iron Man was not a known property for, for a lot of people. And it wasn't proven. Like it was like again, like the, well, one they didn't have the tech to make it look like this one did. Yeah. They obviously Iron Man comics go back way, way, way back, all the way to the original Avengers. Um, but uh, they had what like a terrible Iron Man show in the '90s, and then here comes 2008. We're gonna do a, a huge, full blown, huge budget movie, and it's gonna be starring Iron Man. And well, people were like, "Who's that?" And not only that, like um, if they would have done it um, in the '90s, uh, he would have looked like Turbo Man from Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. like, this is what they really have to bad. do, and it was a time and place thing. I, I think in yeah, some ways, that. Um, the original The Avengers movie, 2012. Um, I I always go back to that one because that was the first time where um, I know Aaron Dyster talks about it sometimes on Sif Pop of like of just kind of like that. Um, uh, everyone's kind of br- sucking in air, all the, the gasping at the same time when you see all all four of them um, on screen at simultaneously all yes. kind of fighting or six of them, I guess uh, all fighting side by side. You're just like, Oh my gosh, this has never been done before. Like these characters that I love are finally coming together into one film. Um, it was the first time that we'd seen uh, the Hulk really go crazy. He had his own movie before that, but uh, it wasn't, it wasn't Disney. Right. Uh, I think the Hulk is, Oh, it was, um, who owns the Hulk? Well, Ang Lee did that first one, didn't he? What was it called? It was the, uh, Universal. Universal owns Hulk. Okay. So right. Universal right, right. put that first one out. Yeah. And then they tied it in with, with but, the Marvel stuff. Um, but yeah, like seeing the Hulk come in and just wreck shop and Loki and uh, that, that movie I think will always be very special, um, for the entire franchise. I think probably a lot recency bias. A lot of people would point to infinity war and Endgame, but I re- there's something really special about that first Avengers well, movie. You couldn't have gotten to Endgame without the initial stuff. Yeah. So Captain America did a big part in building out a lot of that world too. I mean, that first movie of his kind of sets a lot of groundwork, yeah, Howard Stark's involved. Like, there's just a lot of cool things. I think my favorite movies, honestly, and I don't know that a lot of people would say this necessarily. I think some people would agree with me, but some of my favorite movies, and all, I would say probably argue my top favorite movies. I don't have like a top five or anything, but are the funniest ones. I, I like the humor of the MCU, and that's something that I think a lot of people maybe don't think about immediately. They think about the action or about the characters or about the sci-fi or about the um, CGI. I honestly go to humor more often than not. And I, there are some movies that I truly just belly laughed my way through. So I mentioned guardians. Thor Ragnarok is freaking hilarious. Really that movie is. is so funny. Um, so it's a, a Taika Waititi movie, but the way that, that he did those characters and the humor and just the visual effects, like visual humor, even um, the fact that we got to see, uh, Thor and the Hulk kind of duking out together. Like that movie is a roller coaster ride, and I was not expecting that because Thor: The Dark World was the second movie, and it came out. And I I just it just kind of fell flat for me. I don't hate that movie, but I also didn't love it. And to see Thor Ragnarok come in the third Thor movie come in and just completely just turn it on its head. It's no longer Thor dark world was very serious yeah. with very few comedic scenes. I think Thor is at his best when he's really funny. And, um, he was just hilarious in Thor Ragnarok. Well, and I, lo- one, I dug that. The first Thor was funny too, because of the, uh, yeah. some of the characters that yeah. had it with it. You're oh, right. I dark agree. world, dark world had a story that was interesting. 
in Thor um, storyline stuff, I mean, the Dark Elves is a big part of it. Yeah. So you kind of have to cover it. Yeah. Um, but it definitely was a deeper dive into some things that maybe people weren't quite as. I don't. I don't imagine. I've, I've, you know, we don't necessarily have to be super negative and talk about like the worst movies in the series or no. whatever. But um, I, I, I'm, my guess is that Thor: The Dark World is one of the least revisited movies. I think everyone says that. I think that's probably a pretty, pretty standard uh, response. Um, but as far as humor goes, um, I really, really like the Ant Man movies too. I think. Um, uh, help me the the main character, main actor for. Oh, Paul Rudd. Paul, Paul Paul Rudd. Anything he's in, he kills it. Yeah. And um, his uh, sidekick uh, guy uh, is is so hilarious in those. Movies. And I, I like the fact that it kind of exists as like the lone heist movie in the entire MCU. Like, there's something really special about that first one. Ant Man and the Wasp was good. I didn't like it as much as the first one. But the man, that first Ant Man movie is is really really funny. But c- coupled with one of my favorite genres of all time, this heist, you know, kind of thing, um, and just the, f- the fact that they have to, you know, steal, but in this very unique, like, could never be duplicated outside of, you know, superheroes and stuff like that, of like him going like super, super small and the super, super large. Like, I just, I love that character and, and what they've done with those. So, um, as far as like outside of humor, does it get any bigger than Infinity War? Like the the duo of those two movies, like seeing all of, all of your favorite characters on one screen, especially in Endgame, is just like there's nothing like it. Yeah, it's the impo- rush. Yeah, it's impossible to uh, to uh, simulate like that that sort of a big cast, and you can't get all of them together because they all have different um, schedules. So like, yeah, tie that's it all right. together. Um, that you know that's why they the um, Lord of the Rings movies all shot like. Kind of simultaneously, yeah, and like they, those actors were like locked in for like two straight years, yeah, doing those movies because they like they were not gonna like you're just gonna live in Australia. That's what we're gonna do, like you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of our faves. Um, let's talk, let's talk some of the numbers because I think um, those are always interesting, especially when it comes to the powerhouse of these movies. Like these are some of the highest grossing films of all time. Um. So here's the top five as far as worldwide box office. This doesn't include video releases, I'm sure, but this is what they are in order. So to nobody's surprise, the top two are Avengers Endgame, number one, Avengers Infinity War, number two. And honestly, there's a striking difference in the numbers between those two movies. So Avengers Endgame worldwide gross made uh, just basically right at, just shy of it, but right at $2.8 billion uh, in, in box office. Avengers Infinity War, no slouch for sure, but but only two point zero five. So like like a full seven hundred and fifty million dollars separates those two movies, which is very interesting to me. Crazy budget difference too. If you look up to the right there, the uh, budget three hundred fifty six million for uh, Endgame, which is a lot of money. Dude, wow. that's a lot. That's one of the highest numbers I've ever seen for a budget. Well, I mean, to go over the very bottom of the list, the Incredible Hulk worldwide budget uh, box office was two hundred sixty three million. Yeah. The budget alone for Endgame is more than what Hulk made. Um, I don't have it sorted, but I think maybe the lowest they've ever spent on a movie is the first Ant-Man, $109 million. Makes sense. I mean, the cast even alone, the, the, Paul Rudd the payout and, yeah. like, wouldn't have been as high because they're not gathering as many people, big-name actors. Um, so, yeah, you've got everything from $100 million up to you know $350 million. Um, they, some people think Infinity War... Infinity War, the part one of that saga, may have spent as, they may have spent as much as four hundred million dollars on that movie, which is crazy. 
Um, so th- those are the top two. Um, the event, the original Avengers movie, 2012, still number three as far as the most box office sales. People really were excited to go see that movie. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, another uh, Avenger. All four of those, those movies I mentioned are all Avengers movies. And then Black Panther coming in at number five on box office. That um, movie was huge at the box office. Bringing Black kinds Panther of- 2, what it brings to the table was it got so much... Um, it's got such a rocket strapped to it because people were like, look, we're going to put a black actor as the lead actor. Yeah. And, um, man, he just took it and ran with it and did so great. It was a great movie, man. It's fun. So, Jack, the only movie on this list out of 23 movies that I've not seen still to date because I did not have time this week, I was going to watch it. Which I can't believe this. Is Black, pa- black Panther. I've never seen it. To me, I'm just like, how's that possible? <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. It's great. Black Panther, to the time of this recording, came out almost two years ago, and I still have not seen it in the last two years. I saw it. So, You've seen it, right? You haven't seen Black Panther? We're talking to my son Jack- Miller is Jackson. here in the studio too. Sorry, he said he. Had, I can't believe you haven't seen this movie. We're gonna watch this movie, pal. We're gonna watch it. Maybe so. Black Panther, no. two hundred million dollar, two hundred million dollar budget, which actually is uh, kind of not necessarily on the low low ends, but it's kind of in the middle of of their budget, their total budgets. Um, but it brought in one point three four billion dollars, which is cra- worldwide, which is crazy. Omg. Um, and then some of the ones after that, Iron Man 3, which I believe, uh, Captain, Mar- Captain America Civil War, which I would have thought that would have been higher on the list. Um, that essentially was an Avengers movie. Uh, you had everyone coming together. Ant-Man was there. Um, that was the first one with Spider-Man. Uh, and still, like, Iron Man 3 brought in more, mo- more money than that. Um, the, here's the thing, though, too. Iron Man 3, in my opinion... Not very good. No, it's not. And the Mandarin switcheroo thing they do in that one, spoiler alert, hey, man, that was like, that hurt, like that was really annoying to me. And then when you look at Captain America Civil War, that's basically Avengers, that was basically Avengers, what, 2.5? Yeah. Essentially, at yeah. the time. Everyone knew it was an Avengers movie. Because it had all the Avengers in it. It had a really cool storyline. I, I, I liked it. It was really, really good. So. Uh, Hulk was not there, but I mean, other than that, I mean, almost. Baron Zemo? Baron or Von Strucker. I'm trying, which what, what's the, the bad, bad guy? guy in Civil War? Click on that. Uh, I can't remember. I always get it. I'm sorry, guys. I remember the personnel, but I, I honestly couldn't. I can't remember if it's Von Strucker or Zemo. Which one? I think it's Zemo. But they don't have him. He doesn't have a mask. Now the new uh, in the um, allegedly what I'm hearing is that he will have a mask in the uh, uh, yeah Daniel Brule. He just says villain. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he's in Daniel Brühl is the is the bad guy. Okay. Well, who did he play? Um, <laughs> I don't remember. He's Baron. I think he's Baron von Strucker. Okay. Or is he? Or is he? Or is he? Um, I can't. Yeah. I, Helma, yeah Zemo. Zemo. Baron Zemo. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, um, he um, did an okay job, but he never wore a mask. Zemo has a mask. A very, oh right. A yeah. very obvious look, and allegedly in the uh, Bucky. Uh, Falcon show, you're going to, I think you're going to get that. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, I, I just remember a lot of like, you know, McDonald's, uh, like all these companies were like just surrounding this movie and it, everyone was like, okay, are you uh, Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Everyone was like t- picking a side. It was, right. there was just so much like culture around that movie uh-huh. and Iron Man 3 made more money than it. It's crazy. Um, after that, it's Spider-Man Far From Home. 
uh, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man Homecoming, the two Spider-Man movies in the top 10, which are so hard to categorize. Like they're technically Sony, like it's, it's they're lending it out to Disney. Like they're still owned by Sony, but they count as MCU movies. Uh, and then Guardians of the Galaxy kind of rounding out that top 10. So, um, so yeah, uh, they've made a lot of money. As that is for sure. Um, let's look at the kind of the top rated movies uh, far and away, like not even close the top movie as far as the critics. Now this is, doesn't take, we've looked at Metacritic for this to kind of come up with the list according to Metacritic, which kind of aggregates, if you don't know how Metacritic works, it basically takes all the scores. So uh, Jack is a, a movie critic. He gives um, Black Panther a three out of five. Mm-hmm. I'm a movie critic. I give it five out of five. They would basically average the scores together. Be, it, by the way, my opinion would be five out of five. Five out of five. Okay. Uh, so it, aggregate those scores together, total average of, of, of all the scores that came in, it would get an 80%, 80 out of 100. Um, and that's how they do it. They do it for hundreds and hundreds of critics for every all these movies. I'm sure there's they've gotten a lot um the f- number one movie is nine points above the number two which is a very striking that's a huge gap but the the top movie is black panther yeah it's gotta be 88 percent. yeah so that's a lot it of, is very much that's like, a lot of five it is fives. universally liked like oh yeah there, uh, now there's one i need to watch it, it. <laughs> someone was complaining about it i can't remember who was talking about it someone's complaining oh it's one of the monty python guys which is i know that sounds stupid and he was like ripping on it for um what's the what's the wordage cultural uh uh oh. like bias no like you're uh taking a culture and you're you and you're using it oh okay like all what's right. it called appropriation cultural appropriation okay yeah but you so, don't, you don't see it I mean it's Hello, people. It is a comic book character. <laughs> and it's a fake Stop country. Stop putting it. It's a fake country. <laughs> Wakanda is we not are, real, folks. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> politicize everything to make, to be agreed. You're upset about everything. Yeah. Who are these people? How how can anyone live their life that angry all the time? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a movie. Jeez. Yeah. If I am basing my... Life on man, I don't know. They're they're really they're really uh, abusing people by how they're making this movie about this fake comic book character from a fake country <laughs> with a fake. Uh, their main export is a fake uh, mineral. I'm mad. Well, holy <laughs> crap! So if, in, if you're doing a superhero franchise, you think you'd be exempt from some of that stuff? Hey, maybe we should be glad there's a uh, a movie that's made a billion dollars that has. Basically, an all African American cast. Yeah, the entire cast is. Wouldn't, a, I mean, how far? That's awesome. Has Hollywood come? Yeah, that the that the people cast in this movie aren't just some extras that are you know basically left out. Like, yeah, it's unbelievable. Anyway, that again, the someone's going to be mad about something. Yeah, because that's just where we're at these I, days. Apparently, I, we should so. say this: none of these movies are above ninety, and it's really hard to get anything above ninety because that. Think about how many hundred percents you have to have just to yes. stay yeah. that close to a hundred. Right. Um, but yeah, eighty-eight percent for Black Panther, and uh, deservedly so from what I've heard. I have, old, not seen it there's that old Hollywood guard, like you, and I say old. It's starting to be like the Scorseses and the De Niro's and people like that. Like that have that have gotten on this kick now that they're like, look, uh, the best movies are not comic book movies, and um, they're those movies are actually ruining uh, movie creation. 
And I'm like, I, I feel like I think they're kind of paying the bills for you. Yeah. I think that the I think they're kind of keeping your craft alive. And I know you're making high art, but like these things are making billions of dollars. Right. And your little your I don't see the little, but your craft movie is making maybe a hundred million dollars. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should be glad that these things are keeping your studios open. Yeah. And paying lots of bills and keeping things relevant. And you get that way you keep Get to keep making your little, your fun little movies. Make hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, that's my thoughts. That's my take. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Um, I really think that, like, I mean, it's no coincidence that like one of the highest uh, grossing movies is also one of the highest rated. I, th- I think that movie did really well. It, it broke all kinds you need of to records. Watch it. Even, I can't believe you've I know, not I, watched this I, movie. I'm going to watch it. Okay. Dear um, Lord. I'll, I'll come back on the show and, and tell Wakanda forever. Tell everyone what I, what I thought about it. But um, anyway. Uh, I think that, that that movie was before it even released. That movie was breaking records for like pre-orders and stuff like that. Like I think they sold more tickets before the movie even came people out than any pumped. other movie before it. What uh, is the difference? However, and, and what is the difference in all these movies? You look at like now uh, Captain Marvel. Similarly, female lead made yeah. a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that was a big deal. That's groundbreaking, right? Black Panther groundbreaking because of what it stood for. Yeah. You just don't see that. So it, it was cool to see people support the movie before it released, but the fact that it is 88 on Metacritic, that by far, far and away the the most highest rated movie of all the MCU, movie, MCU movies, definitely attributed to its box office yes. as well. Yes. People, were, that means people were going back to see it a second time. They were telling all their friends, "You need to go see this movie." Yes, um, I definitely was one of those friends that was told that and then never went. Man, but I, I know I, I can watch it for free now on How Disney Plus. Dare so. you, sir? Uh, second one, and from here, all of the numbers get pretty close together. That that that's kind of an outlier. Black Panther. Most of them are kind of all like one percent away from each other. At, at the, after that, so seventy nine percent Iron Man. The original movie is the second highest rated movie of all of them. Yeah, I mean, it just did so much. It's such a vehicle. Um, similar similar to how I think it gets a, a few extra points just for being so surprising. I think critics oh. critics went into that movie predisposed to say this is going to be a flunk like do, do not go see this film yeah. and they walked out and they were like holy crap that was they one of the best do, movies ever. Well then they could do that with um that character and make it and it's you know it's Robert Downey Jr. It, like he's so good. Dude that that movie is that, that I would say perfect eight, for that role. 80 or 90% of that score is just him. Is there anyone more perfect for a role? No, I mean, he's, he is, you, you could he argue, is Tony. You could argue a lot of other people, and there are a lot of people that would say that uh, Chris Evans is a perfect Captain America, but you could find you could find other people to do that. Other pretty boys, yeah. It'd be hard to find someone better Dude, he is, than Robert Downey Jr. You, you, re, you go back and even read the comics. The, I th- comics are definitely inspired by the movies. Like, movies come out, and they, they well, influence the comics. they now, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, but, it's switched to that But now, things go it. the other way around, of course, as well. Even go back and read like the seventies, eighties, and nineties Iron Man comics, and I, I think I really, I truly believe that Robert Downey Jr. is the perfect, you know, realization of that character. Like the way that he plays that character with all of his um, swagger and uh, yes, like even some, um, uh, you know, like he thinks he's the best person in the entire world. Like all that kind of stuff. All the, the character flaws and all the character strengths that you see in the comics are perfectly epitomized in, in Robert Downey's Robert Downey Jr.'s um, portrayal. So yeah. I just loved it. The, the original movie is so great from a, 
literal rags to riches. Like he is the richest man in the world, but is reduced to rags like when he's in that cave. And then of course makes an Iron Man suit out of literal parts, like, and then becomes this yeah. one of the most powerful superheroes around. Like it's such a great story. Really, really cool. They um and then to to like I said, to lead toward the to be able to lead toward doing an Avengers movie in a shared universe is pretty big. Uh, one thing, I don't know if we were talk about this, but Avengers Age of Ultron is in that same kind of category as Thor Dark World, mm-hmm. where you go, where you, where you go, um, where you go, uh, it's not as good, it didn't quite reach the bar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It did do some world building toward Wakanda. Because vibranium is in Ultron, right, right, and so and you have Sebastian Claw that's in. I get that right, yeah. He's in. He's in Ultron is one of the bad guys. Schmeagel. yeah, is in is in there. By the way, Age of Ultron in the bottom ten, um, yeah, as far as like critic reviews, right? Uh, people did not like that movie as much, but you put the word Avengers in your movie title, it's going to make a billion dollars. Yeah, and it, just like I said, Ultron as a character is, uh, I mean, it's a robot, so you automatically then you have a little bit less of a connection. Because the main bad guy in the first Avengers was whom I think I mean I'm getting this off was it um, wasn't it Loki? Technically, I guess wasn't it? I gotta look. This, I can't believe I gotta look this up. There's been so many movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's been so many movies that I'm just like. Uh, while, while you look that up, um, the third on the list is uh, 78s so are just 1% lower. Uh, Avengers Endgame, that is that is not a surprise to me at all. Uh, people people left the theater of Endgame and immediately wanted to spoil it, like for everyone that they knew. But it's, knew basically they the, it's basically Thanos, but it's the alien force that he sends to Earth. Okay. The bad guy in Avengers 1 is basically the... The aliens come, destroy New oh, York. Oh, right, or of course. Yeah, and this um, is the Battle of New York. Yeah, yeah, and so, so you basically have. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, you have that. Uh, Loki's fight is with them. Yeah, and taking over people with a tesseract. So. Yeah, there we go. So I, sorry, I, just, I, I apologize for the brain part. I, I'm so sorry about that. I, I forgot all about um, that, which we definitely should have remembered that because they. It, um, spoiler well, alert! It shows up in the Infinity War and, movie, and but that mindset of remember when New York was attacked? Remember New yeah. York being attacked? Like, like that's that, what started that, that it all. That plays out through Spider Man. Yes, like it, it, it plays. It, it plays out through Spider Man. It even played out in the um, now defunct um, Daredevil universe stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Street level guys and the defenders. When the when season one did we even didn't even talk about those those shows? Those are some of the best shows ever. But they're not even really considered canon. Yeah, and that was that was the part about. I'm I'm shocked. Well, it has to show up at Disney Plus at some point, right? MCU stuff that you're like, why wouldn't they just make that part of it? Why wouldn't you have had Daredevil just in this uh, at some point? That's why I kept saying at the time, you don't have to have. Yeah, I love Luke Cage. I love him. Like, yeah. I would love to see him. I'd love to see Jessica Jones or even Iron Iron Fist. But like, could have just plugged the, Daredevil into something. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and, I would love to. I would. I would love your, to see Daredevil on screen at, on the big screen. And then you connect your two universes. Yeah, and they, they, I, they, are, they already exist in the same world because, like, the Battle of New York phrase yeah. is mentioned in like the first yeah. episode of Daredevil. Yeah, but the MCU never references them once. So then, yeah, you know, tree falls in the forest. Did anyone? Did anyone even know it? You know, no one sees it. Did anyone even know about it? Yeah. Uh, it's because they're in Hell's Kitchen. Nobody cares about Hell's Kitchen. Um, so the fourth one on the list is Guardians of the Galaxy, which, again, that movie is so funny and that cast is so good. Um, uh, Chris Pratt, like, just kills it in that role. Like, that, that movie was always going to be uh, highly reviewed, I think, just because of the acting that's in it. 
Um, although Chris Pratt was not a huge um, actor back in 2014, as no, far as the, the movies. Uh, Parks and Rec, and that was really... But like, did he got ripped up for that movie and, you know, like... Took his shirt off. The ladies love that. He's so funny, man. Like he is <laughs> he's just so, beyond funny. So. Dude, and that whole cast is is absolutely amazing. Do ladies so. love. Do ladies love ripped up abs or funny more? Is my question. Both. They like a funny guy with abs. Well, what if you can't have both? Thoughts. Uh, say, I don't know. We're not ladies. So I'm gonna say it's, it's always goes down to abs. You think so? Yeah. Oh, is, not if he's a tool, dude. Dude, funny guys always get the get the good looking lady. Um, I beg to differ. In the Beatles, uh. You know, they, they said this in stone with their popular hit, All You Need Is Abs. What? All you need is abs. That's not the, ba, ba, da, that, that's not the, uh, I think you're going to say that Ringo Starr had abs. Oh, no. But then I'm like, he, he never got He definitely girls. didn't. Anyway, sorry. We uh, kind of digressed there. Number six on the list is Thor Ragnarok. Very deservedly so. That's one of my favorite ones. Very highly reviewed. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, at, at about the same uh level on the one through 10 list as it was for the box office, which is very interesting. Uh, Doctor Strange, which was not in the top 10 for box office, is definitely in the top 10 for The story is so good in that movie, uh, and it's so different than everything else, and that's what makes it great. We haven't had a second one yet, right? Uh, No, they're making it. Isn't that weird, though? Yes, it's coming out soon. How long ago was that? 2016. Oh, okay. That feels like a lot longer ago than that. I I don't think it's coming out this year. Man, I I'm I'm really looking for it. Uh, what is it? The Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, isn't that right? Something of madness. Yeah, I um, I don't know when it's coming out. But that that actually looks kind of creepy. Like I think that actually might be your first near. Maybe it is coming out this year. Near horror movie of the uh, MCU. Um, but that that movie, as far as box office, is way down the list. Um, it's, it's in the it's in the bottom ten, but it's in the top ten as far as reviewed. But enjoyable. I love watching that movie. So, uh, number. I don't know, eight, I think. Um, Captain America, Winter The Winter Soldier, Soldier. Which is a great movie. Yeah, that is that movie is really good. Well done. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, that's higher than I would I would have put it. I, I, I don't dislike that movie. It's a great movie. I think that the cast is phenomenal. Um, but I would put, actually put the first Ant-Man higher up on the list. The first Ant-Man is way down. Um, it's in like the bottom six. It's six from the bottom, the original Ant-Man. I don't know why. The I movie's great. It, maybe it's a Paul Rudd thing that some people just don't like him, but man, I love Paul Rudd. The original Ant-Man has a 64 on Metacritic. That's weird. That's that's way lower that's than insane. I would I would have given it. That's insanity. Um I guess and then Spider-Man Far From Home is right after that. Um I would I do want to cover the bottom 3. So, uh Thor the Dark World, which we already talked about as being one that's probably it's not the lowest. Low. It is it is the lowest on the list as far as Metacritic goes. 54%. Um that Gosh. Yeah, I mean See, I don't think it's that bad. Like I don't think it's that that level. Th- that's a lot of 2 out of 5s, 3 out of 5s. It gives you Loki's origin story. Like that that movie yeah. is technically Loki's origin story. So in the cat was it called the cask of frost or internal frost or whatever it is that they're after. Yeah. It's a fun little thing that's in that, that, that's in uh I think that movie is just undeservedly heavy. Like it's just a heavy yeah. watch. And I I think there's a lot of weirdness with like Rainbow Bridge and realms and I, I think it just lost a lot of people. Yeah. Um people well, were, the, that's the thing about Thor is that Thor has this yeah. other thing going on. That they've kind of had to retcon part of yes, Thor stuff absolutely to have. make him into movies, to make him into the Avengers, and it's like th- it, this is what you get when you retcon some things. You're like, oh, they they have changed his character a lot. And and if you don't believe me, watch Thor: The Dark World and then see him in Endgame. See Fat Thor, like they yeah, have they've really changed the well, way he operates. And even the even before this, even some of the Norse god stuff, it, it Ragnarok, not Ragnarok, but um, uh, about not about Hall. Where's he from? Where's he from? What's the name of his planet he's from? Um, oh my gosh. 
We're struggling. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, struggling I'm, today. I don't know what's wrong with I'm, me. Gosh. Didn't get enough sleep this or something. This is normally my uh, wheelhouse here. Four uh, is from... Asgard. Asgard. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, because it's it's the Asgardians of the galaxy. Right. Is the whole thing. Asgard joke. is a planet. Well, in the I remember when being younger being like, oh, is it... Is he dead? Or is it a heaven? Is it? Is I it assumed not? it kind of was Valhalla. Yeah, once. exactly. Yeah, and so they've taken that and turned it into planets and nine the nine realms, nine realms. and blah 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 blah. So, but yeah, it, I, that movie's I, honestly go back and watch it. It's it's hard to go back to after some of the stuff that they've done. Uh, Iron Man two um, is second from the bottom. I would probably would put Iron Man three there before I would put Iron Man two. But Iron Man two is not necessarily um, loved either. The original Thor, which is way that's. That score is way lower than it needs to be. 57% Why for is the that, original I mean, Thor. How's that possible? It was good. I liked it. Meow, meow. I remember whenever they uh, pick, tried to pick up the Thor's hammer. I don't even remember it being uh, that, you it know. It was good. That, that maligned at the time. That's what I'm saying. Like, like 20, rankings 2011. And you and I talk about that a lot. <laughs> and I will rant about Rotten Tomatoes forever because it makes me laugh. Like the movie critics are like, it's bad. And then everyone's like, <laughs> no, we like it. And then just weird. I don't know. Uh, so uh, fourth from the bottom is The Incredible Hulk. This is the Edward Norton uh, movie. Um, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, Edward Norton was out of there so fast after that movie. I wonder if that and maybe that, and that made it. influenced and that, it. And that made it. And then you got Mark Ruffalo, which for me, meh, Mark Ruffalo, whatever. Bar, or as I like to call him, Bark Ruffalo. Yeah. Um, but uh, He's totally turned around that character. People love Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I, I agree. I just, I don't, I'm not as big a fan of him. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm just not. Yeah. Would you have liked to have seen Edward? Like, had he worked out? I would have, but I think Edward Norton is so locked into. I am, I am, I am, I'm Edward Norton, and I'm an actor, and I really like. He was very much like, um, why, why do we have to have the Hulk on so much? I want me to be on. Oh yeah, that was a big, that was a really big sticking point for him. Me, me, me. And he was upset about him not just getting to act. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the Incredible Hulk. And we yeah, kind of want to see people want to see the Hulk, the Hulk, <laughs> and I think Mark Ruffalo, or I, thought, I like to call him Bark Ruffalo, um, he was like, okay, yeah, we'll just make sure you CGI my face onto this, yeah, so I, the Hulk looks like my face. <laughs> uh, and then uh, f- fifth from the bottom is Iron Man three, which is a good spot for that. I, th- I honestly put it even <sighs> lower, but stupid. And then and then uh, we'll stop here, but like uh, the sixth again, Ant Man. Which is so weird to me. That's weird. I, I would at least put that like in the middle of the list as far as crit- like serious critic reviews. Sometimes I think critics, and this is kind of where our our usual discussion comes in, is like I I, I think the critics are a little too hard on these movies. Yeah. Um. These these movies aren't coming up for Oscars for the most part. Um. They're, <laughs> That's one thing. Yeah. It's well, just, to the point where when we talk about Black Panther already, and we've talked about it a long time, but Black Panther kind of was in that realm of like maybe we should give this an award for what what it is. Right. And they got a good job in this movie. Where does it rank in there? To the point where didn't they almost make a whole other, a whole other category of Oscar for Black Panther? Wasn't that a discussion? That sounds because familiar. they're like, look, this is a great movie, and it should be awarded, but it doesn't fit in any of our uh, British pudding uh, award show, <laughs> so we don't know where to put it. Um, but it deserves something, so they were going to make up a blockbuster or like a big release or some other some other fictitious category and then they ended up not doing it and it was like hilarious to me like i'm like you could just make an award for it or you could just say it's best picture maybe yeah. that would be better 
So I think a lot of it is, um, unless I'm wrong, unless I'm I'm looking this up wrong, um, I don't think the Oscars have like a best action movie category. Other, no, they they don't because they don't like action movies. Yeah, and they just do not like action movies. And it, a lot of these movies, honestly, would be not just nominated, but probably would win that category if if they had that category. Well, I mean, honestly, if you had that category, you could honor a lot of people. They, just, I don't know if they think that's the weird, ridiculous, dumb cousin in the corner they don't want to acknowledge. But it's like, again, that's who's. That that is who is paying for your industry. Like, whether you like it or not, like that's who is driving your industry, and who gets people into the theater. Again, not British pudding. So, <laughs> so Endgame is is actually nominated for um, the Oscars. That we're recording this before Oscars twenty twenty. Um, they're coming up in a couple weeks, but it's uh, it is nominated for one Oscar, and that's best visual effects. Yeah, and they're willing to give that away and do and do that because I mean, otherwise they. Would, like I said, there's not a that's not a uh, another. So out of uh, the as of I'm finding this article as of 2018, there were 17 MCU movies, uh, and out of those 17, eight of them got nominations for visual effects. So that's kind of their category is like, well, we're not going to give it, we're not even going to nominate you for best picture, um, but we are going to go ahead and give you the nod with uh, b- best visual effects. Which I, I think it's kind of a slap in the face. I'm but. trying to find this, but Black Panther did win uh, three Oscars. Okay. Um, and I've got to dive down and figure out exactly which ones it won. Um, I know like some of the other categories that they've been nominated for are um, Best Sound Editing, Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Um, no movie has ever been nominated for Best Picture. Um, and that's kind of it. Like They just kind of get a lot of these little smaller categories that a lot of people just don't really even care about. Which is really weird. Well, I mean, people do care about it, but you're like, like it, I don't know. It's it's a whole other conversation, I guess. To yeah, talk I, about why we, we could do a whole episode. Why about they the Oscars, do, um, why they do what they do on things like that. So, but yeah, the, there are seven. I'm sorry, nine nominees for this year's Oscars. I think that's maybe the most they've ever had for Best Picture, uh, and Endgame's not on that list. It's just I think it's a foregone conclusion at this point that you're probably not going to have an MCU movie that's ever nominated for Best Picture. No. Which is bizarre to me. Like, Endgame can absolutely clean up the box office, be heads and tails, box office-wise, above far and away above any other movie that comes out in the entire summer. It doesn't matter. No. It's just not going to be honored by the critics, the series critics, well, like other movies. Like I said, it's just one of those things where... Like, Little Women is on the list of Best Picture. So. Yeah, but but people love it, man. I know. So Academy Award wise, they won. Black Panther won Best Original Score. This is the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. It won Best Costume Design. Uh, Ruth E. Carter, and she became the first African American woman to win an Oscar. And it won Best Production Design. Okay. Not it was nominated. So it's probably it, the it, most- now it was nominated for Best Picture. Oh, okay. That's that's what it was. It was okay. nominated for Best Picture. Okay. I, I'd like to see who it was nominated Th- against. That, that's that's what it was. That It was such a big Let's deal see. that it got right nominated here, for it, Best it Picture. It was nominated against the following movies. Uh, it was nominated against Vice, A Star is Born, Roma, Favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, and Green Book. And Green Book won it, starring v- Viggo Mortensen. Uh, and um, I'm going to get this guy's name wrong. And uh, I'm gonna get it wrong, so I, I gotta click on it. Sorry, guys. Sorry, friends. Uh, uh, Viggo Morrison and Mahir- Mahershala Ali. Okay. Sorry. Um, Joker is nominated for this year's Oscars, which is interesting. But it's um, a different. The way they did that movie is different. Yeah. 
Joaquin Phoenix has dirt on everyone, apparently. <laughs> it's why he's able to yeah. win awards. I guess I don't know. It's like he's just a weird dude. Uh, Black Panther, by the way, the, the first superhero movie of all time to win to be nominated for Best Picture Best Picture. I think they were to the so point where they're like They opened the door. Well, but they had to look at that and be like, I mean, like, look at all the the doors it busted open and all the wind or the ceilings it broke. You know, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you have to give it some cred. And uh, anyway, it was a good one. I liked it. I thought I thought it was good. Y'all. Yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> totally. Oh, you know, you need to watch. It. Sounds good. I'll so. watch it. Um. All right. So that's that's kind of it for our uh, MCU or I guess all things Marvel uh, conversation. Uh, we went a little bit longer on this episode than I, I thought we would, but that's that's okay. Um, lots to talk about with Marvel. We could talk for another hour. Yep. Um. What else are you watching on Disney Plus? Uh, I have I have an interesting one for you. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to check it out yet, but uh, Lamp Life. Have you seen this? No. So this is... Is it a Lumiere in a solo film? It sounds like it could be. Uh, it is not that. Uh, Lamp Life is... Um, I think it just came out this week, or maybe a, a week ago. I, I didn't see it until this week. Um, it is basically a tie-in to Toy Story 4, which is very interesting because you cannot watch Toy Story 4 on Disney Plus right now. Um, I think it's coming pretty very soon. Um, but... Uh, this is basically where has Bo Peep been since Toy Story 2? Because she didn't appear in Toy Story 3. Right. So uh, it is a short, uh, a Pixar short. Uh, it says 11 minutes, but the last five minutes of that are credits. So <laughs> serious? It's, yeah, it's, it's a six minute short uh, from Pixar. Um, it's it's over in like five and a half minutes. I, what? Literally half of those 11 minutes are credits. So it's uh, so it's so bizarre so that weird. there's so many of those. Um, and, and it's a very bizarre when you realize that there's only like two speaking roles or three, two or three speaking roles in the in the short. Anyways, um, I think one of the most interesting things things to note about the cast is that uh, Woody appears in the he's she's basically she's the narrator and the main actor for the scenes. It's a flashback of like, here, here's where I've been for the last 10 years or whatever. Uh, and she's telling the story to Woody. Woody is voiced by Jim Hanks. So Jim Hanks is Tom Hanks's little brother. Good. And does a lot of voice acting on behalf of I Tom. I like it. Yeah. That's good for Jim Hanks. Yeah. So uh, like, can we get Jim Hanks on the show? <laughs> I, I would love to. Um, it's, I bet we, he's young cameo. We can pay. pay he does a great job of, as Woody, um, but it is immediately noticeable. It's not Tom. Like it, it, they, they sound similar to each other. The fact that they're brothers, but uh, it definitely doesn't sound like Tom. It, you know, even from the first few phrases, I knew it wasn't Tom Hanks. But he does a really good job. It obviously is all about Bo Peep. She's kind of the main star of this short. And uh, it's so short, I, you know, there's not much to say about it without spoiling the whole thing. So basically just say, I recommend it. Uh, go watch it, especially if you're a big fan of Toy Story and especially Toy Story 4. And, it, you know, the lore of Toy Story is not really too much of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll wow kids as far as, especially kids that have loved Bo, Bo Peep or just any of the characters in Toy Story about kind of, where, where was she? It's never really explained in mm-hmm. Toy Story 4. Uh, this is basically your answer for that. So... Uh, you, there's definitely some cameos from, especially cameos from Toy Story 4 that you get to see. You get to see all the different, the many different places that she was. And I don't want to spoil it, but she is, it is crazy all the places that she's been. Cool. And, and they kind of uh, outline that. So that that was really good. After Right after we watched that, one of the ones that was um, immediately suggested after that is another Pixar short that's in the Toy Story world called Small Fry. 
And I don't know if you've seen this one. This actually is not a, so I, I should have said this right at the beginning. Lamp Life is an exclusive Disney Plus. So it was made specifically for the Disney Plus service. It's the only place that you can watch it. Small Fry is not the case. I think probably Small Fry was on a DVD or Blu-ray release, uh, probably around Toy Story 2 or 3. But uh, it is uh, all about a, they don't say McDonald's, but Basically, it's a McDonald's toy uh, of Buzz Lightyear, and they switch places. So uh, Buzz Lightyear goes to uh, this chicken place. Uh, It looks like Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or whatever, and he switches places. So the uh, small version, the McDonald's toy version of Buzz Lightyear goes home with Bonnie. I guess it's after Toy Story 3. So she goes goes home with Bonnie, and then the... Uh, the real Buzz Lightyear, the the full size Buzz Lightyear, gets trapped like behind, like in the stock room um, behind McDonald's, which sounds like really dark and scary, but it's totally hilarious. He finds like all these other discarded McDonald's toys and has like this circle group session with them, and just like they're like, "Hello, Buzz," <laughs> and he just kind of goes through this whole thing and eventually finds his way back. It's a really funny little thing. Again, five or six minutes. It's a real short deal, but it's it's a uh, both of those are highly recommended. Cool. Uh, I've been watching uh, X Men animated series just because it's so good. Yeah. Uh, again, the audio and the and the animation sometimes they're like, well, it's not. It's kind of it's it's not bad rough, but it's just rough because like, it's the way it works. It's just it's very flat, like two dimensional looking. Yeah. Um, but the stories are really good, and I, I said comic comic book wise, it's as close as you're gonna get to X Men comic stuff. Um. And just the way they approach it, and uh, what's cool about that series is they they did a good job of of adding characters. Like you would you get to meet a lot of different comic book characters in it, and that was kind of the cool part. That's the best part about comics, for me, is all of the random characters that you just pop up. And uh, they did more. They did about a sh- at least one show about every possible X Men person you could ever imagine uh, at the time, at least. So yeah, cool. Love it. It's good. It's a good show. I'm um, very excited about Star Wars stuff. I know yeah, you're looking Clo- at Star Wars, Clone Wars stuff. But so Clone Wars, I have a Clone Wars update. I, I definitely tore through a bunch of episodes this week. Um, that's maybe one of the reasons I didn't get to um, Black Panther. Still not a, a good reason. Um, I watched uh, the last couple episodes I watched were about the Zillow Beast. Um, and I, I wasn't familiar with that as a monster. It's a big a monster A long character. time ago since I saw that episode. Yeah. It's actually a two-parter episode. So they basically go to this planet... Uh, I don't remember the name of the planet. It's, it's a planet name I had literally never heard of. And they basically take this huge, it's basically a dragon. It's a dragon with a third, a third, fifth arm, I guess. And they end up taking it back to Coruscant, which is really awesome to watch. Cause he basically you're like wreaks havoc on all of Coruscant. And, um, Oh, that was actually the episode, the previous one. Um, so it's episodes 19 and 20 of, I'm sorry, 18 and 19 of season two. Um, mm-hmm. This is kind of where I'm at. So I think the next episode I have to watch is 20. I'm almost done with season two and I'm going a little bit slower than I expected. I still hope to get all six seasons in before yeah. February 19th. I think they moved the, the date back a couple days, but February 19th is, is the final season of Clone Wars. So cool. I've still got three more weeks and I've got four seasons. So okay. if I can watch like a season and a third and you'll be <laughs> every <in good> week, shape. <laughs> I only have to, I only have to watch like 25 episodes a week. Right. I can do it. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Four episodes a day, basically. Good luck. Uh, but I'm, I'm still trekking along with those and really enjoying it. Um, I know everyone, almost everyone that I've talked to has says it gets way better after season two and I'm almost done with season two. So I'm, I'm anticipating even better episodes coming up pretty soon. That's cool. So 
Love it. Um, any ideas, Jack? Have you? Is there anything, anything on Disney Plus oh, that you've been wanting to watch? We're watching. Hey, I think I have an idea. Okay, do it. Uh, of something great, we've got to do Mighty Ducks. Okay. And we've got to get my I'll wife done with that. to do some Mighty Ducks. And okay. not only that, in the news this week, oh man, and then not in a good way either. There was a, one of the Mighty Ducks that like had a really bad week. Um, oh, oh no! What's his name? The 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 goalie that got Goldberg. Man, that guy is on heart. Like he's having some bad luck as a person, uh-huh. and had had gotten some trouble this week. Yeah, and it was kind of in the news. It was just bad. Okay, he had some problems. Okay. Um. So, any prayers you have for Goldberg? I pray for Mr. Goldberg. So. Okay. Anyway, but with that in mind, you want to do the first one? Yeah, let's do the first one. Okay. So we'll try to get so my wife on. She's a big Mighty Ducks fan. Okay. Um. If you're listening to this, watch the Mighty, the Mighty Ducks and come yeah, back for the discussion next week. Absolutely. That sounds good. Great. Let's do that. So. Uh, after that, I, I might throw out a suggestion of Lady and the Tramp. I know that's one that we've talked about. That is a Disney it's Plus fine. original. Yeah. Um, it's straight to Disney Plus. So yeah. um, I've not seen the original movie, like the original animated 70s movie or whenever that movie came out in a very long time. But oh. um, I wouldn't mind watching the the remake of it. So I might try to see if, if Jordan wants to watch it, our three-year-old. Was there a, somebody, somebody announced a live-action Bambi this week at some level or something along those lines. I, I think say live action coming. or like something like that. I'm I'm not at all like, like there's nothing about that that I'm like, yeah, great, Bambi, yeah. yay. Uh, I, I'm stealing Aaron Dyster's comment from Sif Pop recently, but he said, uh, is, there, is there any chance that they don't remake every single animated movie in their catalog? I think it will. You know why they like? Miller, what's the big, what's the Million Dollar Man's theme song? Take it from there. Money, 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 money. Disney money. likes money. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. They, they, <laughs> they will make a profit on any movie that they make into live action. Even the movies that haven't deserved it, like Dumbo, yeah, uh, will make it just a ton of movie, a ton of money. So, well, why not? Anyway, uh, Lady and the Tramp is one that I, I wouldn't mind doing, but we'll save that for another time next week. Let's talk about Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Disney Plus Reviews. Uh, let us know what you want to hear about on the podcast. Send us your own review or something that you've watched on Disney Plus, and we'd love to include you on in the show. Disney Plus reviews at hotmail.com. Uh, we will read your email and uh, send us some audio with that email. We'd love oh, to put you on the show. Yeah. So take your phone, record on the memo, on the memo part of your phone, on the audio memos, yeah. and record yourself. It is pretty easy. Email that to us. It's very easy. Super easy. Tell us about Disney Plus, what you like about it, and what you've been watching. Uh, we would love to hear from you, and we'll play it on the air. As long as it's clean, we don't want to play anything that's, yeah. that's bad. It's a clean show. Um, and we also don't want to uh, – maybe some ideas for things that Disney Plus could do with their unbelievable streaming service. It's six ninety nine. And again, I'm still not really trusting them. I think that there's a catch here. Yeah. They're selling our data to the lizard people that live in Antarctica. Yeah, we'll find out what the, the bad side is later. Bigfoot will – come to our house i'm not sure what the downside of this is <laughs> anyway all right thanks for joining us we'll see you next time disney plus is made of people